I'm back. I've moved this podcast and its sister podcasts over to a new hosting platform. I've rolled all of them into one Patreon, and I've also just had a couple of weeks to recharge my batteries. First up this year, we'll have a run of five episodes or so to finish off the eighth generation. Mythicals and legendaries introduced in the DLC, a little look at the Slowpokes, and then Bob's your uncle. Before you know it, we'll be starting Generation 3. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Zarud. The initial Galar region was based on my home and native land, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. This is not a land known for its monkeys and primates. I never saw a monkey in the wild until I moved to Japan. It is, however, a land known for its cryptids. There's the legendary Loch Ness Monster, the infamous Beast of Bodmin Moor, and, more relevantly, the Shug Monkey. Called the British Bigfoot by some, this creature was a mix between a dog and an ape, and was said to haunt Cambridgeshire in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. A local police constable described it as a cross between a big rough-coated dog and a monkey with big shining eyes. Sometimes it would shuffle along on its hind legs, and at other times it would whiz past on all fours. Oddly, this description does more or less fit a baboon. If one of those escaped from some menagerie at the turn of the century and stalked the streets, I'm sure it would have been a terrifying and confusing sight. Zarud is a dark and grass-type Pokémon, a muscular monkey with the aggressive fangs and temperament of a baboon, combined with grass vines which it can use to swing around like Tarzan or Spider-Man. The name Zarud combines Saru, the Japanese word for a monkey, and Rude, describing its aggressive behaviour. Pokémon Sword tells us, Within dense forests, this Pokémon lives in a pack with others of its kind. It's incredibly aggressive, and the other Pokémon of the forest fear it. Ironically, for a monster whose name and vibe is rudeness and aggression, Zarud's greatest power is that of healing. Its signature move is jungle healing, which heals Zarud and the rest of the party. That fits with many older myths and legends of forest guardians. Though nature is red in tooth and claw, all things are in balance with the circle of life. Pokemon Shield tells us, Once the vines on Zarud's body tear off, they become nutrients in the soil. This helps the plants of the forest grow. So far, it seems Zarud is the only mythical Pokemon in the 8th generation. Like all mythical Pokemon, it was distributed to players from outside the game. In my case, a code on a theatre ticket, in some other countries, as an email. Oddly, it doesn't seem like the only mythical Pokemon, because the Crown Tuncher and Isle of Armor were downloadable content. The legendary Pokemon caught on those islands feel like mythical Pokemon to me. Of course, Zarud's introduction coincided with a new animated movie. Pokemon the movie Coco features a Zarud who is outcast from his pack because he chooses to raise an abandoned baby, whom he names Coco. This Dada Zarud is actually a separate form within the game, wearing the comforting blanket in which the baby was found. Pokemon Sword says, This Zarud left its pack to raise a human child. The cloth Zarud would wrap the child with has a comforting scent that calmed the child's crying. 
Pokemon Shield says, This Zarude's special strength stems from its love and care for an orphaned human child that the Pokemon has raised since the child's infancy. The movie is pretty standard Tarzan fare, though there are one or two moments which are pretty wild. I'm about to spoil it, so if you care about these sort of things, skip forwards 30 seconds, I guess. The first exciting thing in the film is that it marks the only time Ash, or Satoshi, has ever spoken about his father on screen. Secondly, at the climax of the film, the child who was raised by Zarud is actually able to use the jungle healing move. This filled my head with questions about the nature of humans and Pokemon. Okay, that's the last of my Coco spoilers, or Secret of the Jungle I think it's called in English. The only other thing I'll say is that the movie had a pretty cool mech battle. Though the mech itself wasn't as cool as the one in the Raikou movie, the action kind of reminded me of Attack on Titan. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Congratulations to her on her new baby! I make this podcast for my own amusement, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. That said, hosting my podcasts online does cost me money, so if you enjoy any of them and want to help out, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Even more than that, I love it when listeners get in touch. Please hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I want to hear from you about upcoming monsters, monsters I've already spoken about, or for the 25th anniversary special, just why you love Pokemon. I love Zarud, and remember, I love you too.